Incumbent Commissioner Johnny Westmoreland is a retired civil service employee residing in Baldwin County's 5th District. First elected to the commission in 2012, he is seeking a third term during this 2020 election. Commissioner Johnny Westmoreland, thank you for joining me today on WRGC 88.3 FM. Thanks for the opportunity. Well, it's my pleasure, and thank you for taking me up on the opportunity. Uh, to start off our questions, what is the most important priority for the Baldwin County Commission in the next four years, and why is that? I think the most important thing will be to continue moving forward the way we're going. A, lot, a lot's been going on over the last eight years. We've, we've done a lot of work on uh, trying to get our roads fixed, trying to get our water systems fixed, trying to get the, uh, uh, I say this, trying to get the, just trying to keep the county moving forward. You know, we, we've had issues and issues, and, and we've addressed every one of them. And, and if you look through the, the county now, you'll see that we've, a lot of things have happened over the last eight years. Uh, I don't think anything, any one thing is really that, outstanding right now well you've got the coronavirus but you know that's that's going to be over with we hope right and i mean when you uh, mentioned those lists of things i mean is this a, a maintaining what we have or uh, pushing forward to expand uh, those pieces of our infrastructure or other parts of um, the social fabric i think i think it's pushing forward with uh improving our infrastructure um like we've done the hopewell water project we, we finished that up uh we, we, we've placed nine thousand water meters uh we've built uh, two miles of new sewer lines you know we, we're trying to improve we're trying to get up to uh just just to, to renew what's what's in the past uh to bring it forward um we, we've we've got a new facility that we'll be moving into. Uh, we've all of our splice projects, all of our tier one splice projects have been met, and I hope that uh, uh, we can keep moving forward on those. And and those include you know the gym renovation, the uh, animal shelter, uh, the center senior center senior citizens uh, center renovation, airport improvements. We've got generators at all fire stations, uh, the exterior renovation of the old courthouse, which we're fixing to turn over to, to the court system, uh, the new annex, law enforcement improvements such as the AutoCAD, phone systems, 911, and HVAC systems, and the parking lot lights. All of that's been added over the last two or three years. Department of Public Health, they should be moving in somewhere in the middle of November. So you can see that we, we've done a lot. Uh, and just want to move forward. Most candidates run for office because they want to see a notable change in the way government operates or perhaps just a change in its focus. What do you want to do to change county government, and how will you measure the impact of your next four years in office? I've learned one thing as a county commissioner. Government moves slow. We've tried to change a few things in the county, and uh, it just takes time. 
I'd like to be able to see things move a little bit faster and more efficiently. Uh, we've uh, one of the, one of the big issues that we have going on in the county right now is land use. Uh, we're looking at trying to come up with a better way of uh, controlling items that go in area, not items, but homes and uh, buildings that go into uh, uh, certain areas. What goes into certain areas? Uh, we've got the Middle Georgia Regional Commission assisting us on trying to come up with some type of plans uh, to control those things. Uh, we've also got uh, issues with uh, blight, and that, that's an issue I've had since I became a county commissioner. I, I'm one of those that said, you know, we, we've got to change this, and, and we're slowly but surely doing that, but it takes time. I just I just wish there was some way to speed things up, but the way our systems work, uh, I don't see that happening. Uh, I learned, like I said, I, I learned real quick that uh, it just takes time. Well, in given that characteristic of local government, uh, how do you uh, measure the impact that you're having? Listening to the people. Uh, you know, they, they come to us and they talk to us and, and we try to, to meet uh, their concerns and their issues. Uh, it's not a district thing. The decisions that we make as county commissioners, other than the potholes and the uh, cutting grass and uh, ditches, uh, the big issues are made by all five of us, and they affect the whole county, not just one little district. Uh, I remember being told that uh, to get anything passed in this county, it takes three votes. And sometimes those three votes are hard to get. We, we, we try to work together as much as we possibly can. I'm a team player. Uh, I'll listen. And then I'll, lis I'll listen to my constituents. And then I'll listen to my fellow county commissioners. And then we try to come up with a, a solution for the betterment of the whole county, not just the, the betterment of a few. What is the proper balance between government regulation and personal responsibility? Most of my decisions are based on my morals. I'm, I'm, I'm a very religious man. I believe in People. I believe that people, most people are good people, and they, they want the best that they can have, and I can understand that. And most of my decisions are based on my morals, and, and then, the, of course, you've, we've got regulations and all that that we have to go through. But when I make a decision, a lot of times it's based on not only my morals, but also the 
the regulations and my team that's out there that's that's doing the work. Uh, I, I really don't know how to answer that question. And that's all right. I mean, the it's a, a question that you know, I imagine takes on a, a different response based on the context in which you're looking at. And uh, those kinds of, I guess, philosophy questions, you know, aren't uh, ones that can be answered easily, but are uh, constantly talked about and refined and, uh, you know, put into action and then brought back on the table uh, to see what the uh, right balance is in the now. Well, sometimes, you know, a county commissioner, sometimes he's damned if you do and he's damned if you don't. Uh, you can't please everybody, but you try to please the majority. In your opinion, what should Baldwin County be no be known for, and how will you work to cultivate that during your tenure in office? Baldwin County should be known for being a, a place, and I've, I've heard this time and time again place that you'd want to move to. I had a gentleman talk to me uh, two or three weeks ago. Basically the same thing that, that happened to me. When I retired, I was going to move to Florida. I wanted to live on the water. Well, that was 2004. That's when all the hurricanes hit in Florida. So that changed my, my mind and my wife's mind. And then we started looking at the lake. The lake is a big drawing card. Uh, people move here because they, they enjoy the lake. They, en they enjoy the community. Milledgeville and Baldwin County, Milledgeville especially, is a great little town. Uh, got everything that you can possibly want. We've got the colleges. We've got all the restaurants. You, you name it, we've got it in this little town. Uh, the only, and I'll, I'll say this, the only drawback that I see with the with the city and the county is the traffic. And that's, I hear more complaints about the traffic than I do anything else. Uh, it's gonna take time. That's another one of those issues. It's just gonna take time to fix. But, but Milledgeville and Baldwin County is just a, a destination. It's a place where you can come and you can enjoy the lake, you can enjoy the town, you can enjoy the college. We've got a lot of history. We've got the old cemeteries. Uh, you got the GMC uh, legislative buildings. There's a lot to see here. And I think that uh, when people come here and they see this town, that's what they want. They, they, that's just a drawing card. Like I, like I was saying earlier, another gentleman talked to me and he said the same thing, that he was going to move to Savannah. And that was two or three years ago, and we started, that hurricane hit Savannah. So guess where he's at now? He's on the lake, just like I am. The lake's a drawing card. This is lake country. And how do you cultivate that um, from your position as a county commissioner? We try to put the stuff out there and try to, every, everywhere we go, we talk about what a great little city this is, a great county this is. Uh, we're like all other counties. We've got our problems, but I think we do a great job in handling our problems. You don't hear too much about uh, uh, 
we don't have the, the the problems that the major cities have, and I think that's another drawing card is that uh, the people want to move to a rural area and uh, enjoy enjoy life and enjoy the lake. Baldwin County can ask voters to renew the special purpose local option sales tax again in 2023. What projects do you think you'll want to see funded in the next round of SPLOST? I wish I could say the roads, but that's that's another SPLOST. But... uh... I guess would be one of, one of the major problems, major projects would be, of course, uh, continuing what we've done in the past, uh, uh, continue improvements on some of our existing infrastructure, uh, improving our uh, main through fares. Uh, making it when you come into this town that, that you do see what we've got to offer. Uh, this last plus, I think, took a lot of our big projects. Oh, one, one project that we've got is that I think will be on the, the list will probably be improvements of the rec department to kind of upgrade the rec department. And, of course, uh, you know that uh, one of our issues on our last plus was the uh, – uh, aquatic center that that's going to come back. Uh, I just hope that we can uh, get that on the top tier and, and, and make that a, a number one priority. Uh, we we've got to do something for our youth. Uh, we do have fantastic rec department. We've got the great gyms. We've got uh, uh, the ballparks in fantastic shape. Uh, I'd love to see uh, maybe a few more parks scattered out throughout the county. Uh, That's the major stuff. I mean, just just keeping what we've got and just uh, keep improving on what we've got. Uh, You know, one of, one of the things that uh, we really need here in Baldwin County, and this, this doesn't have anything to do with SPLOS, but is to uh, get businesses coming back to Baldwin County. You know, we've got some great uh, property out there that uh, that have already been grad certified. We've got the Smith Sibley property, and then we've got the Daniels property out on 22 uh, to try to bring in some businesses. Uh, But I, I think the main thing is just to to kind of keep in, keep everything moving forward. Uh, keep keep improving the infrastructure that we do have. Uh, the fire stations, maybe a couple of the fire stations might need to be be worked on a little bit. Uh, some of them are in they're getting old, just like everything else around. All of us are getting old, and some of our fire stations need some rehab. But I, but I think overall we we've 
we've done a great job in, with our SPLOS money over the past, and I think that uh, it, it'd be good to hear from the the community what 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 they want to use the money for. It's their money. What what do they want to use the money for? Well, and that is my next question. Um, how will you ensure your SPLOS priorities are in line with your with your constituents' priorities? You know, once we get the list up, it goes out. We'll have a public hearing, and then, then we'll listen to our constituents, and then we'll kind of prioritize them the, the way that the constituents see. Uh, I know, like I said, like I just said, uh, probably the number one priority will be the aquatic center. Now, we've, we've been fighting this for quite a, a long time. Uh, we thought we would have it this year, but uh, we had a uh, unexpected pandemic that hit us, and it kind of slowed everything down. But uh, you know, we'll go out to the, our constituents with a uh, public hearings and and just talk to to the public and see what they've got to say. What do they want? Where do they want their money to be spent? Uh, and and I said earlier that. Uh, I can tell you right now where they where they want their money to be spent. It's going to be on the roads, but uh, that's a different part of money. You know that as well as I do. Mm -hmm. Our roads are falling apart. We've got bridges that are in bad shape. We've got roads that are in bad shape. Uh, Milledgeville was never... Our roads were never built for the traffic that we have today. And, you know, we're going to have to do something about our roads. Uh, when you, if I paid your road today under, the, under what we're using today, uh, it'd be another 60 years before I could touch your road again. Uh, roads are... Roads today are, are built to last between 15 and 20 years. Now, our roads, the roads that we have in, in the county now, when they were built, they were not built for the 15 to 20 years. Uh, you know, we, we've, we average about seven miles a year right now of resurfacing roads. And that's just resurfacing. But some of the roads have to be completely rebuilt. And, and that money is hard to come by. And, and then you've got these neighborhoods, that, and I understand the neighborhoods. They want their roads fixed, but we have to prioritize our roads. And, and then we, we've got our, our engineer, Brian, goes through and grades the roads every year. And then we take the bottom list seven seven miles, seven plus, seven, seven two, seven three miles. Uh, and that's all we can do. But that that's that's a that's a bad that's to me that's a number one priority uh for the county right now is our roads and bridges. We've done everything else that we could you know, like I said, we've we've got the new annex which is gonna It'll 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 be great for the next twenty years. We've got plenty of room for expansion. 
and you know, but our roads, it's a problem. And then, you know, if I was going to say what more what the most people gripe about in the county, number one, I would say it'd be the roads. Number two is is blight. And then number three is trash. Those are the three major items that uh, the county has to has to deal with. And uh, most of those you don't hear about, except for when Elmig comes in, which is our paving of the roads. Uh, you don't, you know, you come to a county commissions meeting. You, you see the big things. You don't hear the little things. You don't hear all the phone calls that us as county commissioners hear uh, about the potholes, about the uh, uh, trash, about blight, uh, about water sometimes. You know, those are the things that each county commissioner has to handle on his own. But uh, these big issues, we can handle it as, as a group. And the, and the roads, the paving of the roads is, is, is the major, to me, the major problem in the county. All right. The last round of service delivery strategy negotiations were a source of conflict between our two local governments and between those governments and their constituents. What can be done in these four years to ensure the next round of service delivery negotiations go smoothly? Well, I think the county and the city can work together better, and, and I think that's that's happening now. We've got uh, the city manager, Hank, is great. Hank and Carlos are talking a lot now, and, and that was something that we did not do in the past. Uh, we're working together. Uh, and I think as long as we continually work together, I don't think we're going to have the issues that we had in the past. I think our new uh, service delivery strategy, uh, we solved a lot of the problems that were out there uh, that needed to be addressed. We addressed them. Uh, everybody came to the table. Uh, Long, another one of those long processes. We're looking at probably two years fighting this, but we all finally came to the table and we all finally said, okay, there's some give and take, and we, we did some giving and taking and compromising, and then we all can't sit at the table and we agreed. Uh, this is what we need to do, and we did it. Uh, I, don't, I, don't see, I don't see it being as big a problem as it was last year, the last time. But I also know that ACCG has got some proposals out there that uh, they want to work with uh, the counties and the city uh, to make sure that we don't have these disagreements. Uh, some of the big issues people didn't understand, but uh, you had to be around the table to understand what was going on. You know, a lot of people don't understand what the service delivery strategy is about. You know, it's just about who's going to pay for what services. And that's, that's where we came to the table and, and we worked those issues out. 
like I said, I don't think it's going to be as big an issue in the next next round. Uh, and I think I can honestly say that I, I don't think I'll be around for the next service delivery strategy. Uh, that's going to be a fun, this one was approved for the next 10 years, so that'll make me 83. I don't think I'll be here for that. Mm. But yes, and of course, you know, but in those next uh, 10 years, the decisions and the uh, the compromises and um, the uh, collegiality or, or the opposite uh, will, you know, pave the way for uh, uh, whomever will be around that table uh, when those negotiations come up again. Daniel, I think I think the key the key to the whole thing is when you've got a problem, address it, get the right people at the table, and let's discuss it. Let's don't make a big issue out of it. Let's let's solve the problem before it becomes a big problem. Uh, and I think that's what happened with our last service delivery strategy. We just let, we just kept kicking the can down the road, and it came to the time where we got to quit kicking the can down the road and we've got to come to a solution. And we did. And like I said, I, I just think it's, it's a matter of the city and the county working together. And I think the people, we have the people in place to make that happen. I think that, uh, like, I'll go back, Carlos and, and Hank, and then, of course, the city council and the county commissioners, uh, we can sit around the table and, and discuss things, whereas we used to not do that, but now now we're doing it. All right. And this next question kind of takes that uh, same idea and um, kinds of explodes it out uh, to the universal. Um, we're living through one of the most challenging times in our nation's history. What must elected officials do to pull our nation together? And how will you work towards that effort uh, during your next term in office? The country is split right now. Uh, you're probably not going to like this answer. But I think we all need to get down on our knees and pray for our country coming back together. We are one nation under God. And we've got to get back to that. Uh, this, this fighting and this uh, destroying our nation that's going on throughout throughout the country is it's not doing anybody any good. It's just instead of pulling us together, it's it's tearing us apart. Uh, whether you're Republican or Democrat liberal it doesn't really matter we, we've we've all got to come together and realize that we are one nation under god and like i said I, you, you're probably not gonna like that answer but that's that's truly the way i feel i feel like that uh he's in control and Let's just let it go with that. 
And I don't, I, I mean, uh, me personally, I don't, um, I would say that uh, we are much akin in that. Um, it, it sounds from your response uh, to be like the same for me, where I, I pray for our country every day. And that um, we especially uh, heal the illnesses that afflict our country. Uh, we are in this together, and we need to, you know, pull together and achieve what we set out uh, to do. Uh, something that uh, you know benefits all. Some you know uh, akin to the idea that a rising tide lifts all boats. And uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was, I was. I wanted to hear from, hear from you. I was. Uh, you know, I always leave a a little bit of pause in there, and you know, I guess you know, figuring out how much of a pause is this the kind of the trick with these phone interviews because I don't have the the visual to to look for. Uh, but you go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. But I look at the news every night, and. I listen to what they're saying. I don't think some of the, some of our people are, want to tear our country down. And those people we need, we need to change. And, and change, change them. I don't know how to go about that. That's, you know, I'm 73 years old. I've lived through some tough times. I've had some easy times. But what's coming today, it's it's different. Uh, I've never seen our country in the shape it's in today. Uh, looking back over the last 30 years, we, we, we've gone through some rough times, the country. But we always pull together. Like uh, 9-11. We got hit. We pulled together. But this, what's going on today, we're just not, we're not pulling together. We, we, we're, we're getting too decisive. We, we, we're, I don't have, I don't think the, the country knows which way to go. Uh, I mean, you've got one party that wants to go, one group that wants to go one way, and you've got another group that wants to go the other way. We, we've got to come together sooner or later and somehow and pull together and pull our country back out. This is the greatest country in the world. But, you know, if you go back into biblical times, go back to Roman times, Rome destroyed itself. Did nobody go in and defeat Rome? Rome destroyed itself. And that's what we're doing to our country. We're breaking down our country from the, from the inside out instead of pulling it together and 
and making it the country that we can all be proud of. Uh, that's you know that, that's where I'm standing. I, I'm, I'm I'm really concerned about our country right now. Uh, I am a, I am a Republican. I'll, I'll tell you that straight up. I'm I'm, I'm a conservative. Putting all that aside, we have got to come together as a as a people and to bring our country back together. So I just have one more question for you. And really, in a sense, I'm turning it over to you and asking you to talk directly to our radio audience. Why should our listeners vote for you? Well, when I ran the county commission in 2012, I said I said one thing. I said I want to be to make Baldwin County a better county, and that has not changed. And like I told you through this interview, that some of the things that we've done over the last uh, over the last eight years, uh, we've we've made a lot of changes. Uh, there's more changes that's got to be made. I have the time. I am retired. I have the experience. I've got eight years under my belt. And I think I've faced just about every kind of problem you could face with the county government. And I've got the training and experience. Uh, the county has spent thousands of dollars making sure that I get trained. Uh, I've, I've received probably over 400-something college hours and different training courses throughout throughout the last eight years. Uh, so the county has put a lot of money into me, and, and I'm trying to do what I can to make sure that they get, get their return. Uh, I know there are issues that... Uh, I can't fix, but there's issues that I will work on. Like I said, I can't fix the roads. Uh, I can't fix uh, without changing some uh, rules and regulations, uh, the land use codes. You know, we're going to have to sit down around the table and we're going to have to change, sit down and change our uh, ordinances and, and to do that uh, we're going to need the input from the community uh, I'm I'm out here to do a, to do a job that you elected me, they elected me to do uh, and I think I've done a a, a good job, and like I said, I'm a team player. I work with the other commissioners to make sure that we we do the best we can. Uh, I've I don't I don't do this county commission work to build a resume. Okay, my resume is built. Like I said, I'm 73 years old. I've I've, I've done my resume. 
and I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it for the county. I'm in it to do the best I can in supporting my constituents, not just my constituents, but the whole county, uh, and to just improve the county and, and make it a, a destination site, make it where people want to come, make it to, if not for their home, but at least come to visit, see what Baldwin County is about. Uh, I'm, I'm Johnny. I'm, I'm the same guy I was eight years ago, other than a little older, a little tired. But uh, I'm in for the county. I'm in to make sure that the county grows. I don't want to see us go back. I want us to move forward. And I've, I've said in the past, and I'll say this, this was a, I said this about the airport. The airport is a it's a piece of coal, but it's, you know, you can take that piece of coal and you can turn it into a gym, and we've done that. It's the same way with the county. Baldwin County is growing. Uh, sometimes I think it's growing too fast, but we are growing. And I want to be part of the growth. And I want to do my part in just to making sure that we can keep continually grow and that we make this county a a diamond, make it shine, make it make it be something that everybody in this community can be proud of. And that's Johnny. Oh, I've made some great friends and I've made a few enemies, but that's part of the job. But, but I think I think I, I can key it down to those first three things I said. I've got the time, I've got the experience, and I've got the training, and I'm I'm ready to go on day one if if, if reelected. Well, Commissioner Johnny Westmoreland, I want to thank you for taking the time today to talk to our radio audience on WRGC eighty-eight point three FM. Appreciate it, Daniel. Uh, like I said, thank you for the opportunity, 